Hello, everybody, and welcome back to an episode of Astrological Intentions. I am your host, Alex Reavy, along with the Picatrix Princess herself. It's my new read. <laughs> and it is episode 93 and May 4th, coming to you from Evanston, the couch in Evanston. So um, I just wanted to quick get into these transits. Monday, May 4th, Sun conjunct Mercury. Kazimi. Thursday, May 7th, Mercury sextile Neptune. The world within. Full moon in Scorpio. Deep understanding. Saturday, May 9th, Mercury trine Pluto. Conversations with self. Sunday, May 10th, Mercury trine Jupiter. Our big future. Sun sextile Neptune. Listen to your mother. Saturn stations retrograde. Saturn needs a rest every year. Monday, May 11th, Mercury ingress Gemini. On the home turf. Then talisman times that Sandy has finished up to amass power and influence in a group and to discuss feelings with a partner. Then two very special upcoming to get clear on the many splendors of life and to recognize a lucrative business opportunity. Then on the horizon, we have our online webinars happening, the Venus in Retrograde, May 13th, as well as the Norwalk Astrology Conference, CWS Quarter 2, and a very special Venus in Retrograde talisman-making webinar. Then in our house, Sandy and I are going to discuss Atlas, the meteor, and the fixed stars in the Northern Hemisphere. So stay tuned for this episode of Astrological Intentions. You got the keys. You got the keys. You got the keys. Happy Monday and welcome in Picatrix Princess. You know, Picatrix is the old, old, old magical book. And I've had this for several years. Actually, uh, you asked me one year what I wanted for my birthday and I was like, the Picatrix. Yep. And I had to figure out what that was. <laughs> yep. And I found it. <laughs> so it sits by my fireplace and I read it. I'm into it probably every night. Yes. And then it gets into me. <laughs> right. Um, so I first want to go direct to you all say thank you so much for your feedback. We love, love, love it. Um, I also am asking those of you that have not given us an Apple review to go ahead and do it. I'm sure you have enough time on your hands. So I am going to be including a either link or a video, um, where you guys can see just how to get to the review area. So stay tuned for that. And in going direct, we do have a, an amazing feedback from, from Katie, from Kate G. And should I go ahead? It's a little bit long. So, so stay with me here. Should I go? Go. Okay. Yeah. This was from um, the the radio, Uncovered yeah, Radio was, that I do with Dr. Laura Berman. Right. So it was, this is quick and snappy. So hi, ladies of AI, astrological intentions, of course. I just wanted to reach out to you because I am so excited. There have been many signs in my life that have directed my path to you. The recent one being 
getting off my stubborn Torian behind to reach out to Uncovered Radio to have a chat with Sandy and Dr. Berman. I had heard you ladies mentioning on the radio show more than enough times on your podcast. Then I got an email where it literally said, hello again, Kate, times are intense and I'm coming back on Dr. Berman's show because we know you have questions. You're darn tootin' I do. <laughs> Man, if this isn't the universe telling me to do something, I don't know what is. And yes, I do realize that it was a mailing list email, but whatever, it spoke to me. So I emailed them and today the call came. My questions about home and communicating truth two things that I realize are constant issues I'm faced with. Sandy's insight to these aspects has given me new belief in this spiritual journey that I've been on. It would truly fulfill my heart with joy to follow this preternatural, there we go, preternatural pilgrimage towards the place I can finally call my home. Thanks for that really tough alliteration, Kate. Um, There is so much more that I wish I could talk to Sandy about for additional clarity, but until there's a financial windfall where I would make Sandy my of course, personal astrologer, I will keep your podcast, my astrology reference books and birth charts close for consultation. I absolutely love that I've been able to add your podcast to my spiritual routine that is helping me down the path to find those roots in my soul's purpose that I have been searching for my entire life. Thank you so much for doing what you do and continue to illuminate our lives with your incandescence. Many blessings and namaste. Love that. And big words. I love that. And thank you for bringing those in. I really did. I had to look up preternatural. I'm not even kidding you. But it was really cool because actually what it means is suspended in between the mundane and the mystical. And I just I think that's just such a cool word. So thanks, Kate, for sending that in. Thank you, Kate. So let's move on in the transits Monday, May 4th today. If you're, if you're up to par with our podcast production date, Sunday con- sun conjunct Mercury. Yes. Kazimi, don't you know this, it, this comes in exactly at 441 PM. This is the superior conjunction where Mercury is on the other side of the sun from the earth. So it is not retrograde. It is in his direct motion uh, because Kazimi happens twice in the cycle of Mercury moving around. It's twice, once in an inferior conjunction, which is the retrograde and once in the direct a superior conjunction. And that just means it's the greatest Eastern elongation. Um, so it it's, it's preparing here to move from the morning star to the evening star. So we'll see this in mid-May um, in a little bit uh, coming up as a, an evening star, which means the sun goes down mm-hmm. and we can see Mercury in the sky. So our next transit isn't until Thursday, May 7th, Mercury sextile Neptune. This is early in the morning, 542 a.m. All these are Chicago time, of course. The world within, you know, Mercury, let's not forget Mercury is in the sign of Taurus. This is fixed Earth Mm -hmm. and it's sextiling, which is taking opportunities 
that are positive with Neptune in Neptune's own sign of Pisces. So it's not really anytime any of these, particularly the personal planets meet up with Neptune, whether it's a a pleasant aspect, which this one is, or even one of the challenging, stressful aspects, Neptune just puts a wet blanket on everything, (laughs) which, you know, for us Pisces, you and I, Alex, we don't mind the wet blanket. We don't, we, we, I shouldn't even call it a wet blanket. We could call it a nice bubble bath, right? We haven't talked about bubble baths in a while, but it's not a day to get a whole lot of external work done. Okay. Um, what 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 you need to do is C, right? C. We can use that as an ABC or C vision uh, within yourself for what you're dreaming about. What 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 are you visioning? Again, see something that you can't really see. Hmm. Um, rely on your sense of self, not the reality of self, because that could take us into that you know, nether world of, you know, that kind of depression or that isolation, you know, what we're experiencing now for everyone. That wet so, blanket getting right? a little bit too heavy, a little too heavy, but rely on your sense of self, not the reality of self. Um, Cause that is where the truth lies. You know, realities, we can make up our own realities. And sometimes during this time, it can be, we can come up with a, uh, you know, a, victim story or a woe is me story. Um, and I don't want that. I don't want that during this time. This is a beautiful time to look within self to see where the truth lies of who you are. And interesting enough, that same day we have the full moon in Scorpio. We do. And this is at right, right. Like three minutes later, we get the actual full moon at 5:45 AM. Now, if anybody's up that early, the mm-hmm. sun is coming up in the morning sky and the moon is going down, right? It's a, it's a sunrise, moon set. Right. Um, now we'll be able to see the moon. Depends where you are. Like we have buildings here, so I don't know that we're going to see it. But this is a deep understanding. So if the, if the moon is in Scorpio, we already know the sun is in Taurus. That's the opposition. Mm-hmm. And... The we just didn't I just say a couple days earlier that we this that the Mercury and the Sun are conjoined. Yes, right? We talked yes. about the Kazimi. Yeah, I'm Well well just what three days later there sits Mercury next to the Sun. You know, three degrees away, but still so that that this Mercury is involved in this um, illumination of the moon. So there's about a deep understanding is needed. You know, Scorpio doesn't do anything lightly. No, <laughs> not at all. does things deeply, darkly. Um, you know, I spy, right? Kind of like that. The magnifying glass, wanting to see, um, see the truth. Yeah. Discovering, being the one to, to dig through the trenches mm-hmm. to find the treasure, to right. find that deep inner truth. So this is a perfect time to study or do some training of some sort. Um, May 7th is our day for in internal exploration. But, but also there sits the trying to um, Neptune. So when we tune into this deep understanding to this probing that I spy where I need, what do I need to view and see um, 
tune into a softer understanding. And you know what a softer understanding is called, Alex? Compassion. Oh, I like that. Yes. Compassion uh, to yourself. Right. Self-compassion. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So Saturday, May 9th, Mercury trine Pluto. 8.17 a.m. Conversations with self. Now, this does go along with this. Let's not forget that Jupiter and Pluto are moving together in the sky. So this is Mercury meets up with the trine to Pluto first. And then tomorrow on Sunday, we'll move on the 10th. We'll move into the trine to Jupiter. But let's start with this conversations with self. So deep, profound thoughts, which lead to ideas that lead to revelations that turn into awakenings. Yes. Did you follow my plan here? Yeah. Should we go over that again? I really like I love I love this progression. Yeah. I'm excited so for deep, this week. Profound thoughts that lead us to ideas within that lead us to revelations, ahas, that turn into awakenings. Ooh. So don't be afraid to go there. It's easy today. It's easy because this week's energy has really taken over our kind of hand. It's taken our hand and it has the ability to lead us. So don't be afraid. Um, there's a lot of this is Scorpio. This is some Pluto. There is some Neptune here, but it's a lot of Mercury. Right. So, so have so don't those be conversations, afraid of the conversations, write these yeah. conversations, go back and read some of the things that you have been writing since the beginning of the year, because boy, have you come a long way, right? We are shifting energies. I mean, just what we and had that our, our zoom call just the other recently, you know, we did that poll with our community check-in and people are shifting their, their their answers to some of the questions. Yes. So be aware of that shift because man, it is a lot of shifts going on this month of May. Mm-hmm. And Sunday we have three transits. Sunday, May 10th, Mercury trying Jupiter. But before that, oh. happy Mother's Day to right. me. Right. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. <laughs> okay, Al. And all you moms out there. <laughs> <laughs> and to my mom out there. Yes. Um, yeah. So on Sunday, Mother's Day, um, lots going on on this day, actually. So Mercury is trining Jupiter, which I just mentioned. Um, a little bit ago. This is, you know, the conversations with self yesterday, and now we get to see our big, our big future. Mm. So there's a clearer understanding of this, of this long, far reaching goal, because we don't really know how long it is. But, you know, it makes me think that the, the plans and the ne negotiations are being worked out, you know, to reopen businesses and commerce. And what are you engaging in that you can unveil when the time is right? You know, work more on that. Okay. Right. The big future. The, work big, on the future. big future. Yeah. Because okay. you're starting it now and you're kind of getting into a rhythm. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and that has to do with bringing up those conversations of self that we've had yesterday, you know, right. on the, on the ninth. Mm hmm. Okay. And next, still Mother's Day, May 10th, Sun Sextile Neptune. Just before lunch, it's listen to your mother. <laughs> are right? you sure? You, are you sure this is you just don't want me to listen to you? No, listen to me right now. Okay. Alex. Yeah. 
I always um, listen. <laughs> because really, again, here's Neptune. Neptune reduces. Remember, Neptune is the, the ruler of the sea. Um, reduces or dissolves the me mind in the sun. Now, do we get that? The sun is all about me, right? It's the primary essence of self. Neptune in a sextile to this gives you the opportunity to dissolve some of the me mind. Me, mm. me, I, I, I. What about me? What about me? Mm-hmm. Right? So lean into what others need and respond. Because if they're listening to this podcast, <laughs> they just might be listening and leaning in to your needs. And that's a playground. Oh, and that's a... That makes me want to cry. Yeah, it's a good one. No, it it does. It brings up that um, feeling of, I lean into you, listen to your needs, because it's not about me. Oh, but but in retrospect, you're listening to mine. Right. It's balance. It's the symbiosis of, you know, living and, you know, creating relationship together. So Sunday, May 10th, Saturn stations retrograde. Yeah, Saturn stations retrograde at almost two degrees of Aquarius. And this is at 11.09 in the morning. So right by lunchtime as well. And first of all, Saturn goes retrograde. Saturn is the planet of, right, authority. Structure. Structure. uh, Discipline. uh, Limitations, detours, you know, the, the, the not getting your way, having to redo something because you didn't do it right, right? Yeah. Um, strict structure. But even Saturn needs a rest. And he is turning retrograde to go on vacation. He's going to go on a cigarette break for a long four-month time. Now, we get to get that relief as well. So relief, again, Anytime you're looking at a retrograde cycle of any of these planets, and if I didn't mention this, which I don't think I did, this is um, the month of retrogrades. So many planets go retrograde the month of May. So this is shifts, right? Anytime a planet ingresses, which means it moves from one sign into another, is a shift. Right. When a planet is moving forward along as day, da-da-da-da-da-da, and slows down and shifts to go backwards as another shift. It's a different type of shift. It's more of a reflective. Of it's the RE right. shift, the re shift. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Pluto's already been last week. Pluto went retrograde. Now here is Saturn. Then we've got Venus and Jupiter all going retrograde this month. But we'll follow that through the rest of the of the, um, you know, the podcast for this the episodes, month. yeah. <laughs> um, so let me just go over this: that that Saturn stays retrograde until September 29, when he then moves all the way back to 25 degrees of Capricorn. So if anyone has planets between the two degrees Aquarius, now we're going backwards to the 25 Capricorn. Those placements are going to be reengaged with, with Saturn. Saturn is not done with limiting your ability to do something, which, you know what? I like Saturn. I think that if we work Saturn properly, we are getting ahead way faster than if we're not using Saturn in its in its proper function. Because Saturn's just saying, slow down. Are you doing this right? 
so that when Saturn does leave eventually, because al- he always does, mm-hmm. says, okay, you got it right. But maybe it stayed there for, you know, a nine, 10 month period to get you. It's kind of like, you know, going to school for a year to make sure you get it. So, you know, because on this September 29th, when he turns and starts moving, he packs up his things because he's been there for a while because he's been in the sign of Capricorn for two and a half years. Mm. Right. So mm-hmm. any any planets in Capricorn has gotten this, you know, Saturn brought a suitcase in and made a house, made a little section in your house and stayed. Yeah. Then he left a little bit to go into the next sign, which is Aquarius, which he also rules in traditional astrology. But now he's retrograde. He's going back. He's got to go get his stuff <laughs> because he's now know he's foraged forward and he knows where he wants to go. But he has to come back, pack up his things so he can leave one home because the Capricorn home is the material home. And he has to go live in his other home, which is the Aquarian home, which is the high vibrational one. Right. It's the air sign. So he's going to stay there for two and a half years, but he doesn't get back there until later on. Um, It's actually in December when he gets there permanently for the next two years. Okay, interesting. so he's making one final look around. Saturn's going to make sure he hasn't forgotten anything before moving on. And remember, he won't be back here for 29 years. Okay. So all you Capricorns, finish up. You've got this year as a finishing up and make sure you have your plans in order, your long hauls to get your goal to manifest. Aye, aye, Captain. Okay, so Monday, May 11th, we have two transits, Mercury square Mars. So this is my C day, which is my conflict day of the month. We get it right away, right? This is Monday, um, May 11th. Touchy and defensive. So Mercury is, let's remind you, Mercury is still in Taurus, which is a fixed Earth square to Mars, which Mars is the action, is also in a air fixed. So this is a tug. It's a square. So it's, you know, a stress. So do something. Do anything. Even if it's redundant, keep doing it to keep your mind on a single thought. I don't want this to be rash behavior. I don't want this to be driving, although who's really driving, but it's not like you're going to have road rage because there's nobody on the road. (laughs) Um, But really watch those stop signs, even in your mind. You know, do we ever get that sense of I should stop now? Mm hmm. Pay attention to them. Right. So right. slow because down a little bit. We get now this is really kind of cool because Mercury keeps moving forward, moving forward, and at one point starts its retrograde motion. But squares Mars, they will they will be squaring each other July 8th and again in January 2021 at different angles. Um, different. They'll be squaring each other in cardinal signs. And then um, again in cardinal signs. Yeah. So um, we'll be paying attention. But what you have to pay attention to now is this fixed, the fixed signs. So nobody wants to budge. So watch what you're saying on this day. 
Right. May 11th. So Monday, May 11th also has another transit, Mercury ingress Gemini. So Mercury is now moving from Taurus. That's why I mentioned it um, earlier that day. And by 4.58 p.m., she's he is on his home turf. Now, that means that Gemini is ruled by Mercury and Mercury is finally home. Uh, and he stays here till May 29th. So not that long. Um, so, he, you know, he's happy. He's he's wanting to chat. He wants to, he, he'll meet up with Venus. He welcomes her into his domain because she got there before he did. So he probably had everybody take care of her. And then he's showing up to the party a little bit Fashionably later. Fashionably late. Yeah. <laughs> so there's more logical reasoning. There's more conversating. There's definitely more driving. There's more about, uh, right, because Gemini, Mercury and Gemini is the... Uh, like short trips. The short trips. He's the bicyclist. Running errands. Yeah, we're out. We're out and about, I think, for sure, by this 11th. There's more action happening out on the streets. Okay. Woo, that's a big week. It is. And so moving on to talisman times, you had finished what we discussed, just one of these talismans, but you threw in a very special one. Um, so let's start with the one that we t- discussed, um, the May 2nd talisman to amass power and influence in a group. I find status, prestige, and reward when I respect and am grateful to others. We build together. So I grabbed this because the the um, because of the second decan, and this was Mercury Sun at ten and twelve degrees of of uh, Taurus, which is the second decan of um, nobility. About craftsmanship, building something. Um, um, right, because I mean, you, you can't just yeah. walk into a group and say, I am influential. And, you know, you you need to really earn that. Yeah. People need to know that they can respect you, that they can, you know, give you that type of power. Because otherwise, you know, it, you can't claim it. Right. You know, even if it's, you know, elected elected you still we don't have to like we don't them. like those type of people who just come into the room being like follow me i'm so cool i am right. because yeah. the word is you know when i respect and i'm like i i am grateful to others right so it's much you know, more it's genuine like, thank you i appreciate i recognize what you are doing right you're not just kissing babies' heads <laughs> taking <laughs> posing for pictures um and then you um you included another talisman Sunday, May 3rd to discuss feelings with a partner. Yeah, we have. It really worked out good with the moon um, aspecting coming up to trine Jupiter in the seventh house. And of course, when Jupiter can be put in the seventh house, it's about expanding, bringing benefit to your one on one relationship. Yeah. Committed relationships. Yeah. And like I say, I'm going to tell you the affirmation here. I speak my truth in detail for a complete understanding with my one-on-one relationship, either personally or professionally. It is understood. So anything that needs to come out as an emotional conversation, a feeling, um, maybe something that you don't want to say, mm-hmm. has easy, breezy, and accept 
and, and like welcoming exception to complete the understanding on this day. And this is, this was Sunday, May 3rd. This was, you know, yesterday that I did this in the morning. So well-received message, emotions yeah. and messages. Interesting. So upcoming, we have Monday, May 4th to get clear on many, on the many splendors of life. Right. Doesn't that sound like a song? I feel like super califragilistic. I don't know. <laughs> Something about Mary Poppins just popped into my head. Um, yeah. So this is, um, Monday, May 4th. In fact, in a little bit, um, at nine 30 in the morning, we've got that Kazimi that, that I'm going after, which also the moon is in the 15th lunar mas- mansion. And you can hear that I'm using more and more of my Picatrix um, <laughs> magical book. Precisely um, why I called you the Picatrix princess today. I got it. Um, to get clear on the many hidden splendors of life. I see and know the affirmative answer that is my focus right now. This positive message is welcomed. So asking a question and getting clear uh, direction. Yeah. So and also like I, this, I think this is on as a presale. Yes, yeah. it is on the site. So if you guys um, look at the description, you'll see that all of our talismans are now going to be clickable. And we're excited about this because then you'll be able to see the evolution of our bracelets. So you'll get to see they'll have like a pre-sale image at first. But then once we get the, you know, beads together and the bracelet all strung up, you'll get to see all those different pictures of our talismans. A.K.A. new website. AKA new website. Shh. I so, said it first. You can blame me. <laughs> so Tuesday, May 5th to recognize a lucrative business opportunity. Yeah. This is tomorrow morning. Like and website. Shh. Um, to recognize a lucrative business opportunity. I make requests to selling and buying merchandise. My request is manifested and concentrated into money and wealth. Right. This is a grand trine with the ruler, which is the moon in a grand trine with Venus and Mars. I mean, yeah, of course, like lucrative. That's exactly it. Um, And that's really exciting, too, because it's, you know, anyone's going to want to jump on that business opportunity. But first, we need to. We need to recognize it. We need to, yeah. it needs to be Is this kind of, the right one? Right. Right. Is, is it this or is it that? Right. Sometimes so to recognize it. That's yeah. so hard to, to know. Yeah. Some people who, you know, invested in stocks that everyone was laughing at them. And then all of a sudden they're, you know, they're you know, like selling. Facebook? Right. Yeah. Face page or whatever. My mom's <laughs> like, I think I'm going to do the face page thing. I'm like, okay, mom. And she did well. Yeah. Right. But I'm also, what's really cool in this configuration of the Grand Trine, um, the moon was in the 16th mansion, lunar mansion. And I know this is about trade and commerce. Um, again, this is information from the Picatrix, which is why I've been using some of the words from the Picatrix, mm-hmm. which might sound a little bit, you know, um, kind of old fashioned, you know, you, you heard that one last week that I did where it says to place love between two people. Yeah. Right? And I like, it. um, cause there's something about instilling those ancient techniques that were used 2000 years ago. Right. 
And um, let's see. On the horizon, we have coming up May 13th is Venus Retrograde in Gemini. This is a webinar, a CWS webinar. And CWS means chatting with the stars. You can imagine Sandy and Susan, the astrology duo. They're going to be teaching us about what is Venus Retrograde? What can we, you know, how can we learn more about it? And how to engage with it. It's working on you. You work on it. Right. Yeah. Let it in. And so, of course, the description will give you some more details as well as a link to sign up for that. It's $20. It's it's definitely, it's very well priced. Um, There's slides. There's videos. Right. uh, And you get to keep it forever. Right. And Venus retrograde, this is a really, you know, important topic too, because it is about value. And if you have, say, Venus retrograde in your chart natally, this is kind of this, this feeling of, you know, am I worthy? It's, you you question yourself a lot. So um, if you want to find out if you have that Venus retrograde in your chart, um, when you're checking out, add that extra additional $5 and Sandy will send you your chart and kind of note where that Venus is. Mm -hmm. Then um, you can also sign up for virtual one-on-two readings right after that um, right after that webinar where you talk directly to Sandy and Susan. So this is another option if you want to get a little bit more personal about the, the webinar. And so we have a trunk show coming up. Email me info at intentionbeads.com and I will get you um, an invite to this special trunk show. It is invite only. You're not going to find a link somewhere. Um, so so get in on this. Also, we will be having a an opportunity for you to purchase raffle tickets. And so the raffle at the end is going to be a talisman. Free. A free talisman. So, of um, your choice. Yes, of your choice. And Sandy can also help guide you to one if you're not really hundred percent sure. Um, but during the trunk show, Sandy's going to go through all of the talismans similar to what we do on the podcast, but much more dynamic because you're going to be seeing the, the, the talisman that she's talking about. You're going to be able to see, you know, what does it look like and how, how did, what was her inspiration with the colors and how, how did she put all of these words together? There isn't, we're not doing a lot of push on this. We haven't marketed it anywhere, right? I'm sure everyone out there is thinking, what is the most important thing for me to do for the rest of this year? So, um, you know, setting an intention, having a talisman that can help you manifest in case you feel like you've not been doing, mm-hmm. um, you are doing exactly what you are to be doing. The universe says now, as we are getting out there in the world, um, where are your, what is your focus? Right. So, uh, talisman to pick up one of the talismans that I've been working on, um, is key and I'll be able to walk you through it as a live trunk show. So exciting. Yes, you'll be able to ask questions. I'll send all of the links in the chat um, so that you can, you know, check them all out. And again, if you wanted to get into this trunk show, um, since it is kind of last minute that we're announcing it on the podcast, you have to email me info at intentionbeads.com. Then I will send you the invite. So moving on, May 13th, um, we discussed that Venus retrograde in Gemini webinar. Um, as, and then 
The next one coming up is May 21st through the 25th, and this is the NORWAC Astrology Conference. This is the first time that they're going to be putting this on as a virtual conference. So very cool. Um, if you are interested in taking a step up the the astrology ladder, um, it's going to be a big jump because I looked at the schedule um, the beginner track is going to be a little bit tricky. Um, you're going to have to kind of like plug your nose and take a big jump cannonball into the deep end. Um, but again, that's exactly how Sandy learned. She, mm -hmm. she was there in person at not only just an astrology conference, but it was like an astrologer's astrology conference where it was all of the... And it was in Italy. It was in Italy. So she flew across the pond, across the big blue pond in order to hang out with all of the famous astrologers when, and that we always coin this, that she didn't even know how to spell Sagittarius. <laughs> Probably didn't even know how to like pick it out of all of the signs. So, um, of course we welcome you fire, like baptism by fire. Isn't, you know, all that bad. It, it gets you, it gets you into the deep end where you can explore. But if you're, if you're really interested in signing up to the Norwalk conference, um, email Alex at, and, or me, Sandy at intention beads, and I'll help you through some of the, the classes that I would suggest or the, the instructors that I know that are easy to understand. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Particularly Rick Levine, very easy to understand if he's teaching any, um, beginner classes, beginner tracks. Okay, wonderful. So, and then um, May 30th, this is a free event. It's the Chatting with the Stars quarter two continued. Um, since we are in quarantine, we decided to take the quarter two, um, which we normally just breeze through all three months. We're splitting these up into a month by month basis. And so May 30th, we are going to be going over all of the June dates. So you are going to want to join us for this. It is going to be on Facebook Live and so the link in the description will get you there. And yes, we'd love to have you there asking questions, engaging with us, because anytime those little hearts pop up on the Facebook Live, it, it gets us excited. <laughs> so We love um, you too. So yeah. Let's talk about one more thing going on in our horizon before we move forward. Okay. And that's this new thing that I just got a... Uh, uh, aha a couple days ago. So I haven't done a talisman ceremony, virtual ta talisman ceremony in a while. Mm -hmm. um, but on June 3rd at 530, and I think this will be until about 730, we're going to do the Venus Kazimi talisman ceremony. Venus is, is in retrograde. This is when she meets up with the sun. This is when she gets to burn off and purify, clarify, purify anything that she has pulled on that needs to go to, to get burned off. Like right. uh, guilt, feelings of inadequacy. Um, what's, what's your last boyfriend or girlfriend has told you that is not true, that you have hung on to, mm -hmm. uh, reasons why you can't move on in a relationship, whatever that is, you're bur you, you get this opportunity once every 18 months to burn it off, nice. which you'll learn about in the May 13th Venus retrograde in Gemini webinar. That's $20, but I am now then while it's 
going through its kind of alchemical process of meeting right. up with the sun because and burning. It's 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 the most potent time that's during the this most process. potent time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be making talismans. I'll be making talismans based on what it is you want to call in, what you want to um, replace with the old in new there'll also be information i'll be sending to you um like the day before mm-hmm. and gets you information on what house venus is going through you need to know that because right. it was where it was eight years ago um and also what planets natal planets it's hitting in I- any of the ptolemaic aspects which are the conjunction the opposition the square um trine and uh, sextile. Okay. So this is personal information because it's a talisman. Yes. And yeah. all right. Those those are amazing because like the 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 groups get together and it and it's a, a feeling of camaraderie. It's a feeling of um, you know tribunal um, community, and we love our talisman making webinars. So yeah. definitely join us. And it's going to be a, a one clay bead. Right. And so uh, click on to the link to see what what we have, you know, planned for this. Then in our house, we have your comet or is it a meteor or is it? It's a comet. Well, I think I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago because it was like this this comet that was discovered December 28th, 2019. And they can they called it Atlas. And it was coming toward, it wasn't going to cut, wasn't going to hit the earth, but it was going to come close enough that we could see it with our naked eye, mm-hmm. which would, would have been like, wow. Right. <laughs> remember Haley's comment and remember what was my favorite, what's my favorite movie? Adeline's, uh, the age of Adeline. Oh, and remember yes. they were talking. I about- thought it was E pray love. Hold up. Well, second place. Okay. All right. Uh, but the, um, the Haley's comet that they were waiting for and it hit and, you know, she went back in time. She never aged. Right. Remember that story? Yes. Awesome movie. If you get a chance to see the age of Adeline, but it was talking about a comet. And so um, this was this Atlas comet that, like I said, was discovered at the end of of last year. So what's happened now, it it started breaking up March 22nd um, and it's now broke up. Uh, They did a, they did some, uh, actual NASA with telescope video mm-hmm. and these pieces, it broke up into over 50 pieces Whoa. that are the size of houses Wow! and just scattered into these big, you know, light, uh, balls of fire, really balls of light that you could see. So anyway, that's the, uh, I was hoping to be able to see that. Right. It would have been but cool. But it broke up. All right. And so we also last week were going to discuss a fixed star, a fixed star story. Fixed star story. Uh, let's talk about serious. Oh, and it's a, it's a, it's a fixed star. Right. We're so serious. So serious. And the reason why I want to talk about serious, he really is a he's in Canis major. It's one of it's it's one of Orion's dogs. Right. There's Canis Major and and Canis Minor. This is Major. And I'm talking about it because it goes around, goes down around 9 p.m. here in Chicago area. But I want to talk about it. It's one of the winter stars. Right. Um, Pretty soon we won't be able to see it at all. However, I wanted to talk about that. 
I'll wait and talk about some of the the summer things when we can actually go outside um, and see see these these other ones. But because Venus one week ago was brighter than Sirius. Now Sirius is the brightest star in the sky. Wow. I'm okay. not talking about the sun. I am not talking about the moon. Right. Because those are called wandering stars. They're the ones that move. But to have Venus be at its brightest just a week ago. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was taking pictures and right. was posting it on Instagram. They're amazing right? pictures. Because the moon was with it. Right. So now, uh, just to compare Sirius, the brightest star, Venus was brighter than it. But I have a really cool story around Sirius. Can I share? Oh, I think that's what we're doing here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Um so Sirius, like I said, is one of the the dogs of Orion. And, you know, we know that Orion's belt, mm-hmm. right? And the, you know, the great swordsman um, and the hunter kind of. The, the idea with the dog is it was the very first, you know, thousands of years ago, the first pet, right? Mm-hmm. Still a pet, mm-hmm. right? But it was the animal that was made into a pet because it had protection. It it watched over the owner, mm-hmm. right? It guarded. And of course, where the owner went to live, the dog followed, right? And protected the the home, the the owner, the family, whoever is in that home. Right. Well, when the dog would die, and you know, dogs die. <laughs> Damn yes, it, you reminded right? me that when when I kept asking for a dog when I was a little girl. Well, you know, it's only going to die. I know. You were so my pessimistic. Dog, well, because I, I, I have a trauma. I have a trauma story around my dog right. when Cha-cha. I was nine years old. Um, but but when the dog died, the, 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 the idea was to bury the dog at the threshold so that the dog in death was protecting the family, was protecting its owner. Right. Right? Yeah. And that is why the custom of carrying your new bride over the threshold so that the dog, Sirius, knows that you're a welcomed guest in the home as a permanent resident now Mm -hmm. so that the dog can protect you as well. I love that. I love myths. Yes. So these were stories once, right? Uh, along with a lot of other books that were written back in the day. They're stories. And then they turn into to they turn into traditions yeah. of, you know, nobody really understood why any any new husband would carry his new bride over the threshold. I mean, I don't think anyone knows it modernly. Right? You no, know? I don't think it's a was a tradition that was talked about through, you know, well, honey, so Alex, let me tell you, your husband should carry you over the threshold. I hope he's strong, right? Um, Not that you're big. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But just another kind of cool story. I'm all into fixed star work right now. Um, All of my readings, my astrology readings are, I talk about the stars, the heliacal rising star, the heliacal setting star, but this is the one I wanted to talk about because it's going down. It's not as, it is bright. So you have to 
go outside, the sun goes down, you can look for, and don't get that confused with Venus because Venus is on one side and Sirius is on the other side of it. Mm -hmm. So turn around. If you're looking at Venus, turn around and look that Sirius on the other side. So can, can I, I shouldn't talk about Venus is an evening star, but soon to be invisible in the night sky to rise as a morning star by, um, by early June. What if we, what if we save that for next week where okay. we can talk about okay. Venus as a morning and evening star, which all that information. And we show a video of that for our Venus retrograde webinar. Awesome. Come on. I'm excited. Okay. So Woo, thank you everybody. On. That is a wrap for this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you are listening to the end, I'm going to give you a little extra special bonus. Um, if you want, you can get a discount on a reading with Sandy Ooh. by using jazz fuzz, J A Z Z F U Z Z in the as a coupon code for when you sign up for your reading. Um, if you have any trouble finding any of those links, of course, email me info at intentionbeads.com. And I will be looking out for all of those reviews from you all on the Apple store. So um, I think that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. We love you. Stay safe. And we will see you next week. Bye now. You got the keys